Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Blurred. Today we're talking about I Heart Connecticut, the 19th episode of 30 Rock Season 5, and our own personal sentiment, if they're willing to fund us as well. Let us know. Liz and Kenneth, who are not mutually best friends, we learn, search for Kenneth's actual BFF, Tracy. Meanwhile, Pete has his Bobby wasn't dead moment in an elaborate dream sequence where his delts are swole and his heart is full. In other plot points, Jenna, a.k.a. any blonde actress, stars in an increasingly sanitized corporate love letter to Connecticut. Now move over, Doris Roberts, to get on Jenna's side. Let's dive in. What is this, Horseville? Because I am surrounded by naysayers. We are lovers. Oh, that word bums me out, unless it's between the words meat and pizza. Live every week like a shock week. We need to talk, right now. We know Tracy's not in Africa. He's hiding somewhere in New York. What? Don't play stupid, Walter. We have ways of making people talk, by giving them fresh apple slices. Listen to me very carefully. This show is my life. I need Tracy back. Where is he? You think we don't want him back? Do you know how much our COBRA payments are? And he's the only one that knows the combination to the candy safe. The worst part is being able to see the candy. All right. But if I find out you're holding out on me, I will no longer allow you to use my office for your history club. That's ironic, because next week's topic is fascism. What did you think of this episode? <laughs> Medium again. Yeah. We've just had some reels. I mean, this is the Matt Damon season. Yeah. <laughs> right? This is not Elaine Stritch. This is Phil Rosenthal. Nobody cares. I know. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> that every... was weird. Didn't you think that was a weird cameo? It was interesting to have him there. I mean, everybody's loves Raymond. That was like, it, we didn't watch it when it aired, but it was always on. So I guess syndication has been <laughs> making buku bucks for him. Um, but yeah, it was strange to have him there. Just randomly. As a writer who needs to know his place. Who's he on? Everybody loves Raymond. He He's was the, the creator. Yeah. And he has a Netflix documentary, Feed Bill. Oh, I've seen that. Me too, and gone. No thanks. Is he hungry? I guess so. I think he likes to eat, like all good Jewish boys. Oh, so it's just like him, like a travel blog. I honestly don't know. It's like Anthony Bourdain. I skipped right over it. Okay, understandable. I didn't watch Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, I I don't know how it holds up. I mean, it was good. It was always just like very, you know, clean, simple comedy. It certainly wasn't Frasier. And then he showed up on Parenthood. Really? Ray Romano and oh. oh yeah yeah dating Lord more like yeah. more for a couple <laughs> years you're like what's that what's that yeah that was the, weird <laughs> did you see the Scott um, Peterson not Scott Peterson he murdered Patterson. his wife Scott Patterson um, situation <laughs> about the episode where they were obsessing over his butt and uh-huh. how disturbing he felt no. like that happened yeah, yeah. where did you hear Twitter? this or no, it was, like it was on his article? podcast I was gonna say it's not oh. on Twitter oh his podcast is awful I know so he's it's so disappointing when people just suck. So today on the New Girl podcast, I don't know that he necessarily sucks. Like, listen I don't think to the podcast; he sucks. Hard. <laughs> but today, the New Girl podcast was Zoe Deschanel interviewing Dermot Mulroney. Ah, it's oh, awful. Dream about three minutes, <laughs> Mr. Fancy Man. He's so excited. She keeps talking over him, telling stories that are not relevant. She's not Is that good our at dynamic? socializing. <laughs> You're Dermot Mulroney, and I'm Zoe Deschanel. No, I'm Zoe Deschanel. Where I just keep cutting you off. I never pitch myself as Dermot Mulroney. He's a dream boy. He's a dream boy. He's a dream boy. He's my dream boy. <laughs> In my dreams, he's the boy I spend the rest of my life with. He's so good on New Girl. Yes. 
he's, he's just so, so good. good. Uh, one, he was Gavin in Friends. What did he do? <laughs> he did Rachel Green. <laughs> oh, he dated. They diddled them. Oh, they diddled each other. Did they date for a long time? No, just for like a less than six episode arc when she was coming back from having Emma, her baby. Should we do a Friends podcast next? Not with me. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I don't think they've aged well as a group. Although everybody loves Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, she's universally adored. She's America's Maybe it girl. Not universally by this table, but and her dad was Victor Kiriakis on Days of Our Lives. Do you not like <laughs> Jennifer Anderson? 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 I, I resent an Aveeno commercial for how great her skin is, knowing that she gets like a chemical peel, oh, a laser sure. blast. She's, you know, bought stem cells off of babies and rubbed them on Whatever. Like all those people who are selling you like, here's the $6 bottle of soap, and then you can look like me. Well, that's fucking not true. It's not. She uses more than Aveeno. Come on. Yeah, she also drinks smart water. <laughs> <laughs> Healthy skin comes from hydration. <laughs> but everybody in the world loves her, so. And she's like best friends with Jason Bateman, and so am I. <laughs> See, guess who's on the Smartless podcast? Was it Jason Bateman? McGregor. <gasps> Jason Bateman's one of the hosts. You need to calm down. <laughs> Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. And Ewan McGregor is also in the program. You know what I mean? Yeah. They so. all fucking. Oh, slurping schlongs. Anyway, he was adorable. He yeah. was like, I don't know why I'm nervous. I'm like, I don't either. These guys are nothing. You are. No. Ewan McGregor. Do you want to talk about the time that you almost killed Ewan McGregor? (laughs) I would get out of a moving car for him, and I did. So, in this episode, who would you get out of a moving car for? (laughs) Probably Kenneth. No. Tracy? Jack, of course. Yeah. Maybe Baymax. I do love me some Pete because he is Baymax from The Hero (laughs) 6. That's what I think. We know. I'm like, yeah. Baymax. <laughs> I don't know what you said. So who would you so- get out of a car for, Jenna? I think she's, her teeth have changed now, and she's even weirder in this episode. <laughs> the amount of scrutiny that you place on poor little Jenna, okay? She's just trying to commit genocide. <laughs> Where's the, the compassion? created. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're Coke dolls, A, which is my nickname in high school. Just kidding. Who would you get out of a car for? I'm a Pepsi boy. I mean, if I saw a Tina Fey walking down the street, I would definitely get out of the car and yeah. cuss her and be like, oh my God. I know, so like I encounter <laughs> celebrities fairly frequently. And I and yet you never call <laughs> any of us. So Haley Kiyoko was there the other day. He's and me. she, I think she's part of like Taylor Swift squad. She was on Wizards of Waverly Place, which is where my team knew her from. Haley Cuoco, isn't that the woman from the place? Yeah, what am I trying to say? I don't know. Haley, Kaylee, Haley Kiyoko. Anyway, she's a pop star. And I just give them their space and I'm like, this is... You know my restaurant. I want to make sure you have a safe place to be. Shall we dive in? <laughs> you didn't say what your overall thoughts this episode were. Yeah, no, I agree with you that it's kind of like a middling situation where there are funny moments, but overall it's just sort of like this is the bridge to when Tracy comes back sort of situation. Jenna has a lot of screen time, which genuinely I super love, and she does have some funny moments, obviously, because she is an icon. And the moment. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he was up 47 times today. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of like, eh. It is interesting to see, like, you always hear about all those different movies that are caught in production hell or development hell, where they go through all these rewrites or licensing issues, and it's interesting to see them sort of lambast that in a way with I Heart Connecticut. Um, I think most recently that I heard about was, like, The Irishman that took forever to put on screen, and I was like, why did we have to? (laughs) Since they had to CGI people into the past, (laughs) although they did that really well with Chris Evans and whatever Captain America that was. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) You're like, who is that? Is that Chris Evans? Oh my gosh, I know. 
Tiny man. Just a little <laughs> tiny person. It's a sexy baby. <laughs> Nick is trapped in a typhoon today of the same phrases. So this episode starts out, Liz says, we need to talk right now. We know that Tracy's not in Africa. He's hiding somewhere in New York. And Dotcom and Grizz are just like, calm down, Elizabeth. Dotcom like, actually says, what? Don't play stupid, Walter. We have ways of making people talk. Does that he, sound like Kenneth? No. And then he whips out a knife. <laughs> and then by giving them fresh apple slices, starts cutting the apple with that knife. Listen to me very carefully. This show is my life. I need Tracy back. Where is he? You don't think we want him back? Do you know how much our Cobra payments are? <laughs> and he's the only one who knows the combination to the candy. And they look over and the it's candy a- The candy safe, my bad. It's a plexiglass safe filled with candy. <laughs> and Grizz says, the worst part is being able to see the candy. <laughs> All right, but if I find out you're holding out on me, I will no longer allow you to use my office for history club. That's ironic, because next week's topic is fascism. You burnt, Liz Lemon. You burnt. You burnt. So we're back in, we're back. We're for the first time this episode. We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're in uh, Jack's office. Listen, Jack Did you ever see that skit on Saturday Night Live that Jimmy Fallon would do? He's like a morning DJ. Be like, ah, we're back. No. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I do not like Jimmy Fallon. Keep that to yourself. He just like, he would always break. And like SNL's funny when like the consummate professionals break. Because it's like, fuck, that was hella funny. But he breaks every fucking time. He has a good sense of humor. Sorry. He's a monster. <laughs> Him and Joel Kim Booster can be destroyed. <laughs> No, it's Matt Rogers that you hate. Yeah, it is Matt Rogers that I hate. <laughs> but like, they run in the same circles, and they're running me. They're into best the friends. They all went to Tisch School for the Arts with Ira Madison. Are you trying to make me like them? No. The Ira Madison did get me in the end. <laughs> did he? Did he get you in the end? He got me. In the end, yeah. He was like, "Stop making fun of my friends." I don't even listen to Keep It anymore. Do you? Mm-mm. Weird. It's no. weird how we go through these spaces. I need a new Mormon podcast. Let's go. Let's start one. <laughs> Oh my god, they're doing the Weird Al Yankovic movie with Daniel Ratcliffe as Weird Al. What? <laughs> I think that could actually that. be like amazing. I think he is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I love him. So Jack says, what about Grizzin.com? They don't know anything. Neither does anyone Tracy's close to. His wife, Charles Barkley, Edward James Almost, who is an Edward James Almost lookalike who Tracy is friends with. Did you guys ever see Stand Deliver? Stand and Deliver with Lou Diamond Phillips and Edward James Almost? Nope. Mm-mm. It's really good. It's what? a really good movie. It's uh, like uh, Sir With that? Love or um, Dangerous Minds, mm-hmm. like a teacher helping kids out of the barrio. <laughs> See, I thought I knew where you were going several times when you said Dangerous. I was like, liaisons. I haven't seen any of the movies you've seen. No, I know because I'm way older than you. And no, then Tra- I mean, Did you see the video of Charles Barkley? I think he might be drunk. And Space but, Jam? No, but he's oh. on stage and there's a pianist and he's like, listen. If you are gay or lesbian oh, or yeah, transgender, yeah. we love you. And the guy playing the piano is like, uh, do we? And then he's like, if anybody comes up to you and says they don't, you tell them Charles said to fuck off. And you're like. It was amazing. It was awesome. so sweet. But the guy in the piano is like, obviously, this is improv. I don't know what's happening. It's just like, keep playing your piano. If you disagree, get off the stage. It's fuck a off. video, though. It's so cute. Yeah. No, it was very sweet. Adorable. I love him. Kenneth talks to Tracy on Skype, doesn't he? Just call him. I thought you were literally talking to me like as a person. <laughs> and I was like, what? I am talking to you as a person. Am I talking to you as a chair? <laughs> I'm a sexy baby. Oh my God. 
Kenneth talks it to Tracy. Okay, calm down. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Tracy only contacts Kenneth on special occasions, like Bastille Day. I'm going to go ahead and assume that Bastille is a stripper. As well you should. Now, there's a chance he may call tomorrow because it's his lizard's birthday. Has it really been a year since we were all at the Waldorf eating that cake made out of lizard meal? Yep, Jeremy's almost 11. For now, our only lead is the pizza box we saw Tracy eating from. We trace the phone number to a pizzeria in Queens. Listen to me. I sound like Cagney and Lacey without the slutty clothes. Did you guys ever see Cagney and Lacey? Yeah. They dressed like lesbians. They yeah. were wearing full-on women's suits, <laughs> like tight polyester shirts and like <laughs> curly bow tie. Terrible. I saw it on the VH1, now I love the 1920s or whatever. <laughs> they just dressed very masculine. Yeah. I apologize for saying they dress like lesbians. Back in the day, that's what we said. <laughs> but now we would say they dressed in a, a mask way. <laughs> but uncomfortable, like tight polyester clothing, yeah. weird bolo ties. Reminds me of no More like way. a bolo tie. Do you? <laughs> you have to find him, Lemon. Your show works with Tracy, and this morning I figured out how to fix NBC. We only do shows that work. Well, that's nonsense. Do you know what the business model works? in the entertainment industry. Make 10 shows and hope that one of them works. We produce more failed pilots than that French Air Force. Ah. <laughs> we were really against France as a country at this point, I think. French Air Force, ha. So far, developing a show called Who Knows about an investigative reporter who can't smell has to get the stories <laughs> only using his eyes, ears, and other senses. <laughs> and we flash to the presumed pilot where the protagonist, Chen Tang, says, you underestimated me, Congressman, because I can't smell. You made one mistake. You let me see the documents. <laughs> so from now on, no more throwing good money after bad. Only what works. 10 million developing Dad 2.0, not on my watch. Then we cut to a treehouse where someone in worse robot paint than Cheyenne Jackson before he entered the cast and then left the cast? Is he still around? What's happening with him? He's hanging out with Josh. Says, <laughs> they fucking, they slurping dicks. <laughs> Your father may be gone, but is this Jenna? Is that your robot voice? <laughs> your father may be gone, but before he died, he programmed me to take his place. Nope, shut it down. This is terrible. Like, gets him from the camera all sexy like. Shut it down. Who's so, Reggie? So Reggie is the guy played by Rob Riggle. Oh, he yeah, was yeah. one of the crew members. And Pete is sort of meandering through the crew members. Rob Riggle, did he um star on New Girl a couple times? He did, yeah. Big Schmidt. Big Schmidt, yeah. <laughs> He did, what is it? He did eat a bigger candle, but you did. I love that. They're competing to see so who gets to be the one true Schmidt. Uh-huh. <laughs> sat on the bigger candle. I could do this all man. day, son. All, all day. day. All day, Winston. All day, son. Why are they yelling? I don't know. <laughs> I just know that uh, in a roast, Nikki Glazer was on the same panel yes. with Rob Riggle, and she had a hilarious come down for him because he was fought in the army. And he was like, and I just want to thank you, Rob, for fighting the war on subtlety. Because his humor is just very egregious. Oh, yes. He laughed really hard. That was the best part. That was super fun. It's nice when they're good sports about it. Well, when they say something funny. Well, and when they say something funny, yeah. So what's going on? Is Tracy coming back or what? Well, I don't know. What do you know? What do you even do? I'm the producer of the show. Right. That's what your wife told me in the shower this morning. <laughs> All right, well, we're all having fun, and it's important that we're able to laugh together. Oh, uh, we're not laughing at you. We're not laughing with you. We're laughing at you, you bald bitch. <laughs> yes, I'm Reggie. High fives. Yes, Reggie, I am bald. I lost my hair at a very early age when I hit that gypsy's kid with my car. 
That's like the line of the episode for me. But I'm still your boss. Hey, bald bitch. And this dude shows up with a bald cap on him. Hey, uh, that's you. No, I get it. He's being you. I get it. I get it. High <laughs> <laughs> fives all around. So then a certain blonde actress waltzes into the writer's room. Listen up, five. <laughs> Listen up, fives of tennis speaking. As you may have heard, the Jenna baby dolls I was selling on QVC have been recalled. Apparently, they were just being used to smuggle cocaine into the country from Mexico. Did you just say cocaine, Schmidt? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm on the Schmidt verb. I'm on the Schmidt sort of vibe right now. And that caused some... Cuppins. Cuppins. <laughs> just watch those. <laughs> we'll cut cuppins. <laughs> that caused some problems. Let's go to soccer practice now. I mean, right now. Yeah, it's four in the morning. Let's do we it. We own this town. The kids are on crack. <laughs> Jenna Babies were my backup if TGS got canceled, but don't worry, I have a backup to my backup. We don't ever worry about you. We don't even think about you. That's right, Frank. I booked a movie. It's called Take My Hand. It's kind of an artsy character study about a young woman who has lots of holes drilled into her head by a deranged veterinarian named Slaughterface. Oh, so you're doing a torture porn? Like Saw? Exactly. In fact, the producers of the movie rented Saw and watched it. So let me know if Tracy comes back. Until then, I'll be in Stanford, Connecticut. We're shooting there for tax reasons. On an unrelated matter, does anyone know where I can get intimate bleaching down in Stanford, Connecticut? Anyone? I'm leaving to do a movie, Pete. What? No, you can't do that. That's what your wife told me in the shower this morning. <laughs> ah! And she high fives him in the forehead. <laughs> can we order lunch from Ikea? No, I'm the producer. I'm picking lunch today. Okay, we'll have a contest of strength to see who gets to pick lunch. So Pete beats Frank rather easily and is like, who is next? Welcome to Frederici's. What can I get for you guys? We're at a pizzeria. Well, as hard as it is to believe, given our apparent ages, this is my son, Kenneth. Seems about right. Okay, good. My son is currently studying at a local pizza academy. Really? Which one? New York Pizza Academy. Well, then I hate you because I'm a Pizza Academy of New York, man. Oh, wonderful. So what fraternity are you pledging? I'm not. There are no fraternities at New York Pizza. That's right. You correctly answered my trick question. Now I'm bound by Pizza Academy tradition to grant you any requests. Oh, this is starting to sound like Kenneth, or uh, Tracy. To Jenna now. <laughs> well, this could not have gone any better. We need to see all of your delivery receipts from the last two months. Ah, you got the delivery receipt exam coming up, huh? What a bear. Here you go. Take your time. I'll be in the back trying to think of more ways to help you. Well, this is obviously a dead end. Fun. This was a fun little segment. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought my friend was living here. And my best friend. Oh, is this awkward because I'm your best friend, but you're not my best friend? <laughs> no, no one living here. At least not since we moved in two weeks ago. Wait a minute. Was that stuff here when you moved in? A copy of Black Yachts magazine and a Rubik's Cube that has been smashed out of anger. Mr. Jordan was here! So what, Kenneth? These guys have been here for two weeks. Tracy could be anywhere. We're never gonna find them. TGS is gonna get canceled, and then what? Can I work here? I'll do anything. I'll get in my bra, and you can throw nails at me. I'll dance for you. Miss Lemon, don't panic. We have other options. For instance, Mr. Jordan, where are you? Come back! For the love of God, come back or we'll die! Montage of wrestling victories. Beats Super, beats Suri. 
Yeah, eat your Wheaties. Eat your weakness. Beats Subas while reading a magazine. Beats Jack. That was the closest fight. Jack got him for a second. Congratulations. According to the transitive property, you just defeated Momar Gaddafi in arm wrestling. Yes. It took him longer <laughs> to be defeated for real. He beats Krizen.com combined. Yes. This would have bothered me in my 20s. Pete, how are you so good at that? I don't know. I never work out. And then we flash to him. A child's around his neck. We assume it's one of his. And then he's fending off the other ones. Paula, here comes a big girl. She's got a clarinet. <laughs> Pete, lunch is your pick. Take out from Hooters. That makes no sense. Well, no, they touched it. No, They're not working my, in the kitchen. This is one of my favorite line readings. He's like, well, no, they touched it. Oh, sorry. I butchered it. And that's my That's bad. fine. It just makes, it makes me laugh because that's how I am. I'm like, yeah. well, at least I know he sat in that seat. I know. That was me drinking after Mark Ruffalo. At least I know he drank out of this glass. Ew. I'm kidding. <laughs> so we're, about, we're in Connecticut. We're filming the movie Slaughterface. No one's coming to save you. Oh, God. Who are you? Cut. I just got a text from the studio. We're shutting down production. What? But I turned down Carousel at the good speed for this. Then the director, who's the director in literally everything. He's Tracy's a commercial. Oh, what's the line? Norbert? The, Norbert? The Garfield, Garfield. one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the G-Train Normal. normal. The G-Train <laughs> Normal. <laughs> that hurt. Thank you very much. <laughs> the G-Train Normal. <laughs> I'm sorry. See how much better than I did? <laughs> <laughs> That's with so many voices. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dana, but our budget cuts depend on getting a tax break from Connecticut. And they say we're not portraying the state in a positive light. How are we not doing that, Sean? I'm a little baffled over here. No, it's, it's just that we're spending taxpayer money saying there's a veter veterinarian running around Connecticut trying to make a house out of breasts for the governor to live in. But there's a positive message at the end of it. If you're a woman in Connecticut, Slaughter Face <laughs> will kill you. She does have that very, like, Blythe Danner outside of Tu Wong Fu pronunciation, enunciation, situation. Okay, so we're at a very nondescript door. This must be it. Yes, ma'am. There have been several deliveries to this address of Mr. Jordan's signature order. Large cheese pizza with one slice taken out so I can pretend I'm eating Pac-Man like my hero Blinky the Goat. <laughs> And then we cut to Tracy. He's on the couch. I hear someone coming. Well, 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 you found me. After I ordered Thai food and gave you this address. So a guy opens the door. Yeah. It's that typical malarkey of the movie industry where you think they're going to meet and they don't. The old switcheroo. I'm sorry. I thought my friend was living here. And my best friend. Oh, is this awkward because I'm your best friend, but you're not my best friend? <laughs> no, no one's living here, at least not since we moved in two weeks ago. Wait a minute. Was that stuff here when you moved? A copy of Black Yachts magazine and a Rubik's Cube has been smashed <laughs> out of anger? Mr. Jordan was here. So what, Kenneth? These guys have been here for two weeks. Tracy could be anywhere. We're never going to find him. TGS is going to get canceled. And then what? Can I work here? I'll do anything. Get in my bra and you can throw nails at me. I'll dance for you. Miss Lemon, don't panic. We have other options. For instance, Mr. Jordan, <laughs> where are you? Come back. For the love of God, come back or we'll die. And then in the background, we see the fifth main character, New York. Jack, can we talk? Sorry. Jack, can we talk? One ten to another. I'm at 11, but continue. Me, my ass double, and a drill that once appeared on Home Improvement are currently starring in a feature film called Take My Hand. Really? Years ago, Universal had a project by that name. It was a romantic comedy with Reese Witherspoon and Patrick Dempsey. Reese Witherspoon's just a likable version of me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
my Eartha kit. Then she dropped out and it was rewritten as a buddy comedy with Dempsey and Josh Hartnett. But everyone fell asleep during the table read, so we moved over and over to Telemundo, where they tried to turn into a variety show hosted by a supermodel and a soccer ball with a mustache. I'm at that soccer ball at a no hands allowed <laughs> sex party. Ew, no hands allowed sex party, gross. <laughs> That's, you just gotta. No, slurp I don't the, actually. Slurp the then, after another round of rewrites, it was we whites. It was picked up by a low budget, poor, high budget porno division, Spider Flicks, and is now a horror movie starring any blonde actress. Thank you. Wait, that's our project. This is exactly what I was talking to Eleven about. Three years, millions on rewrites, twenty thousand dollars on first class flights for the drill, and we still have nothing to show for it. And we never will. We just got shut down because Connecticut's being a douchebag. They won't give us a tax break unless the movie promotes tourism. Then we make the movie pro-Connecticut. We are not losing any more money on Take My Hand. Okay, we just need to hire some of those ugly people who have the paper and change the shapes. Writers? No, we'll do the work. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, we'll do the work ourselves. Uh, Jonah Downs, Jack Scotch, meet me in the dressing room. I'll get a computer from one of the ugly, sorry, ugly people. And I'll bring the world's greatest encyclopedia, my mind. Downs you know what's bottle. great is what? that you don't talk like Jenna in real life because I don't know that we could be friends. <laughs> I like my voice in that. I think I sound great. Hey, is that a to-do list? Because if your wife's on there, I've already taken care of her. I challenge you to a wrestling of arms. What? Arm wrestling. On the stage, midnight, front of everyone. How about tomorrow? Seems more convenient for more people. I'll meet you anytime, anywhere. I just have to work around a PTA meeting at five. I can't miss because this week, I'm snack dad. Lemon, you look terrible. And I once watched you eat an oyster while you had a cold. We had him, Jack, and we lost him. So Kenneth and I had to spend the rest of the afternoon trying to think like Tracy. I ended up eating swordfish dinner at a strip club, and <laughs> Kenneth grabbed a cop's gun and shot a blimp. Okay, swordfish is disgusting, right? Like, mm-hmm. I never. Had I don't it. eat meat anyway, but it is filled with worms. Pregnant people can't eat it. Mm-hmm. It's never the right temperature. Do not eat swordfish. That and peaches. <laughs> That's never the right ripeness. I just have trouble finding a right peach, right pear, right plum. Mm-hmm. But when they are, oh my goodness, what See, a gift. I used to fucking love plums. Now I fucking hate them. Fucking hate them? I fucking hate them. I fucking hate How them. How do you feel about prunes? Prunes I love. Do One you? time I ate far too many prunes on a road trip. Um, and then did make it to, I think, our final destination. We were at a restaurant right across from it. Final destination? The final <laughs> countdown. Well, tomorrow's another day, so go home. Have a glass of wine and watch a show about wedding cake disasters. I can't go home, Jack. TGS goes away if I don't find Tracy. Gonna wait up and hope that he calls his lizard. Did you make sure that Tracy wasn't pretending to be his own wax figure at Matt Jim Tussauds? Yes, there was some <laughs> yes, there was some confusion. And I ended up punching the reel of our burden. We're gonna get Jeremy. I hope he's still not in the heat. He's gotten my top off. LeVar Burton should have been the host of Shepherding. I know. So Jack says to Jenna, here you go. (laughs) And so she's, uh, (laughs) oh, never mind. Did you know that Connecticut is home to the oldest public library in the United States? Huh? Could you use that to motivate Slaughterface's sewing the sheriff's mouth shut to his own anus? (laughs) Of course. Elegant. Uh, Should vaginatorium be capitalized? It should, yes. Oh, I can't wait to humiliate that guy in front of all of his meathead buddies. You're like a new man, Pete. Yeah, I am. Last night I had sex with Paula, always triggering, and neither of us was wearing a Walkman. Huh, yeah. 
So they see Reggie with his wife and kids. Why are you picking up now? I'm supposed to have him until the weekend. Shane wanted to come home because his dad's a loser. Did you get your show canceled yet? Did your show get canceled yet? <laughs> we don't know, Stephanie. We're waiting for Tracy to Skype with Liz and Jeremy the Lizard. You're a joke. David's taking us all to Outback Steakhouse and we're getting appetizers because David can afford them. Well, of course he can, Mr. Big Shot Pet Photographer. I hope he can sleep at night. I never thought I'd feel sorry for a guy with a tattoo of a leprechaun vomiting on a book. No one's coming to save you because we're deep <laughs> inside one of Connecticut's 30 beautiful state forests. 30! Oh, please. Don't kill me. I still haven't tried the famous seafood pizza at Sully's in New Haven. And cut. Great. All right. Let's move on to the scene where Slaughterface centipedes Jenna to the docent of the Danbury Railway Museum. Hold on. I just spoke to Walmart. They sponsor wholesome TV programming, and I've convinced them to get into the movie business. They'll partially fund this project if we make it family-friendly. I can never find stuff to watch with my kids. Thank you, Walmart. So we're assuming that Walmart sponsored this episode as well, or do you think this was just like a... yeah Vertical integration. Hey. <laughs> the production will be profitable, Jenna. To your dressing room to write. It begins with the words. <laughs> Reggie, I need to show you something. He takes his top off. It doesn't go where I think it is. Whoa, is that your deltoid? I'm going to beat you, Reggie. I don't want to. I saw you in the lobby talking to Stephanie and Shane about David and appetizers. Look, I know what it's like for your kids to think you're a loser, which is why I'm going to throw the match. Wow, you'd do that for me? You know what your <laughs> wife told me in the shower this morning? You're a good guy. Oh, Miss Lemon, wake up. It's him. Okay, that's it. Parcel, we gotta keep Tracy on the line to draw him out. Don't spook him. Act normal. You think with all the friends that Jack has fucked in Homeland Security because of the gay bomb, that someone would be able to, like, wiretap the call? You would think. Hello, I'm a baby. What are you doing? I don't know. You got in my head. <laughs> Hang on. Something's not right. Why is Jeremy acting so weird? I don't like this. Hey, Tracy, don't hang up. Uh-oh, Jeremy, call me when you're alone. I'm sorry, Miss Lemon. Don't be. I know where he is. So now we're in a very different torture chamber. It is super decorated. Merry Christmas. I practice abstinence. Connecticut. Connecticut. <laughs> we're not done yet, ladies and gentlemen. This is Phil Rosenthal, the creator of the acclaimed show. Everybody loves Raymond. Last great sitcom. So does the 3-4 share in syndication. I do okay. I have a refrigerator that's just for sodas, so I... Anyway, Phil is interested <laughs> in getting back into acting. Getting I got into the acting, bug. And has offered to pay us $5 million to be in the movie. I'll rewrite the part myself. You know what? Why don't we just get one as written and then we'll play with it? You are a guest here. Hello, Phil. Oh. I never heard back from my audition about Everybody Loves Raymond. I wondered if you've made a decision. Yeah, 15 years ago. We went with Doris Roberts. It was the mom. <laughs> But thank you for tying your headshot around a brick and throwing it through my window. Hey, Bob, bitch, go ahead. So they're having a meeting of the arms, a wrestling match, <laughs> an arm wrestling match, and it's sexy. And Reggie says, thanks for doing this. I convinced my ex to drop off my kid so he could see me being a winner. You rock. No one's going to know you did this. You're actually stronger than me. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that I'm doing the right thing. The real strength. Pete lets, but Pete lets Reggie win to the crowd cheers, then opens his eyes to see Frank has just beaten him. Ha, I beat you. We're getting lunch from Ikea. 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 Okay. Ikea. There were seven. <laughs> 
So now we're in Liz's apartment, right? Yeah. And Kenneth says, that's fine. Don't offer your guests anything. They walk in on Tracy sitting in the upstairs. Wax! <laughs> Sorry. Wax at you. Darn it. I thought we had him. Are you kidding me? She smacks Tracy in the head. You've been hiding in my apartment for the last two weeks? What are you mad about? I'm waving the $60,000 you owe me in appearance fees. Do you really think I wouldn't recognize my college futon with its trademark absence of sex stains? This is the stupidest idea you've ever had. Really? Think about it. TGS is your whole life, so where's the last place you would be if you were out trying to save your show? Home. Life lesson from an unlikely source. <laughs> the only thing I do here is sleep. You're having a dream. Is that your only muster? <laughs> Flashback to Liz being fully passed out. People watch Liz while she's sleeping a lot. Huh? What? Yeah. You were the one who wrote every kind of mustard on my shopping list. And yet you still don't have the one I'm thinking of. It's red. It says ketchup. Uh, I hear it. That's on me. <laughs> Look, Tracy, I don't know why you're going crazy, but I want to help. Just come back to TGS. You don't think I want to, LL? Then why are you hiding? Oh, no. Did you also spill ice cream on your boyfriend's record player? On your mom's boyfriend's record player? I wish Kenneth was gay. As a time saver, I will refer to the two of you as Clement. I wanted that next level, Clement. Now remember, to save time, you two are Clement. It's a combination of... Just keep going. I had everything. I dreamed of awards, respect, Justin Long's autograph. <laughs> but I also got expectations. People thought I could change the world, and it's too much pressure. Like the time I got stuck in <laughs> Temple Grandin's hug machine at the Golden Globes party. <laughs> you pretended to be in Africa so that no one... Would be disappointed in you. I'm sorry I did this to you, half of Clement. I had no choice. <laughs> Sean Penn wanted me to go to Haiti with him, and I'm not strong enough for the pain and the human misery of a three-hour plane ride with <laughs> Sean Penn. I'm tired of hiding. I just want my old life back. Then you need to get people to stop respecting you and start remembering what an idiot you are. You're off the leash, Tracy. It's not a leash. <laughs> it's a very long skin tag. <laughs> You want your old life back? You're Tracy Jordan. Hulk Hogan called you a dirtbag. The NAACP once hired someone to kill you. You wore a penis hat to Princess Diana's funeral. Because I wore it to her wedding. It was special to the three of us. Like him, the penis hat, and her? Ham. Ham. <laughs> you were the worst, and you can be again. You just have to go out there and remind people who you really are. Go trash a hotel room. Expose yourself to Elmo. Visit OJ in jail. Again. Attack the Lincoln Memorial with a hammer. I have to burn all my goodwill. Then they won't expect anything from me. And you can go back to your old life. And TGS. T Tracy Jordan is off the leash. Godspeed, Mr. Jordan. <laughs> in the coda, Phil Rosenthal. I'm the hero cop, and I'm here to say don't do drugs, is what I'm here to say. I can't believe that amazing rap is now available on iTunes. Are you kidding? No one's going to see that. Doesn't matter. It's already profitable. It works, Lemon. To vote for Phil Rosenthal, text Phil to 62288. Vote for what? Isn't that supposed to be a, isn't this supposed to be a movie? Again, it doesn't matter. People will just do it, and we'll get 99 cents a text. <laughs> Well, I'm not letting Mr. Rosenthal win. I'm voting for the Muppet. To vote for Liz Lemon, text Liz <laughs> to 62288. Hey. So, mediocre episode. Mm -hmm. Not mediocre. For, for, for 30, 30 Rock, Rock yeah. Not for yeah. regular shows. Not for Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> they wish they could be this show on their West Day. <laughs> but they can't. Are we going to rate it? We should rate it. Should, should we rate, rate it? it? Let's rate it. <laughs> Let's use our pens on the paper and rate it. <laughs> Feeding Phil. <laughs>
Emma is surprisingly ready while Nick is taking forever. I'm ready. Ready. Score it. 86. 89. 84. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Emma, really? Basement. <laughs> Still in the 80s. Why do you hate 30 Rock? <laughs> I love 30 Rock. <laughs> Why do you hate it? Rock Riggle, I've seen on New Girl and this. I don't think anything else. I mean, Daily John Show. Stewart. Yeah. I never watched it. I missed those years. Oh, I didn't have cable. They're so Anyway, so yeah, this was an 80-ish episode. 89 if you're Julie and you have no sense of like what scores are. 84 if you hate the world like Emma does. And 86 if you're right like me. I've co-opted your bet. <laughs> it looks good on you. You can wear it. Thank you. Sure. Go get I'm over Emma. it. I put it to the Goodwill and you picked it up. Enjoy. At least I'm wearing clothes. And we're all grateful for that. Well, stay tuned for next time, an extended episode, their 100th, our 98th, because of racism. <laughs> Hope you got some good laughs out of today's meanderings of nonsense. Um, if you'd like to support us, besides you already doing it right now by listening, which we really appreciate, we have extra content at our Patreon. This week, we watched uh, Too Long Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. If you are a small child like Emma and Nick and have not seen this <laughs> iconic movie with Patrick Swayze, Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo, Stalker Channing, Blythe Danner, Everybody on the planet, you should watch it. Mm-hmm. And RuPaul as Racial Tension, the best <laughs> drag queen name ever. Um, if they want to sign up for Patreon, it's a million dollars. Yeah, give or take. You can do whatever you want. Where would they sign up? Patreon.com slash TakesPod. And if you get to a certain level, it's like one million or two million dollars, which James does every day. Um, <laughs> then you get to get your name read by Nick if you're an accountability buddy or you're taken with us. Let's talk about all these gemstones. Let's so. talk about gemstones, Stones, please. please. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about you and me. That's Let's- what we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you so much to our dearest James, our awe-inspiring Audrey, peerless Pam, beneficent Bernie, awesome Abigail, astonishing Alicia, lovely Laws, amazing Anne, and crazy cool Cassandra. <laughs> so proud of himself. <laughs> I'm not proud. I'm just good at my job. <laughs> And if you'd like to hear more about, I mean, amazing television shows, how many psychiatrists Nick can put into retirement. <laughs> one was a GP, one was a psychiatrist, one was a psychologist. Oh, it's not me. It's the whole board. Lowest <laughs> con denominator are you. We have another podcast called Takes All Over the Place. Skinny? What? Are you saying I'm skinny? No. Because my weight is so low. Head on over <laughs> to Takes All Over the Place. Either way, have a great week. Watch some great TV. Laugh with some friends. There's nothing better. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Blurg is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.